Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas and welcome back to the All Nine Yards podcast. My name is Luke Leather. I'm joined always as I am by Caleb Arthur. Uh, we're here. It's December 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve. Hobby Hanukkah. Additionally, to those who are celebrating, I think we're on night five or six at this point. Um, but it's uh, it's been a great time. Holiday spirit. We got holiday football. It snowed in Philadelphia today. So the vibes are elite. So we're here to pick the Christmas uh, weekend games. we got a lot of games on Christmas Eve, and then we got, honestly, some stinkers on Christmas Day. Um, but we're here to pick them anyway. Caleb, um, it's it, the slate on Saturday is pretty good when you look at it. I guess we'll we'll start in the 1 o'clock game as we usually do. Um, we'll start with one that actually got pretty interesting with some recent news. Uh, but we're going to start in Baltimore with the Falcons visiting the Ravens, 5-9 and nine versus 9-5. and five. Ravens are six and a half point favorites, but Lamar Jackson's not going to play. Tyler Huntley will play instead. He's got a lot of experience there, Caleb, but this game could be closer than expected. Who do you have winning and why? I mean, I still have to go with the Ravens here. I think there's questions about them at this point. Of course, like you said, Lamar Jackson's not playing. At this point, I mean, even just a few weeks ago, it felt like they were almost a lot to win that division. Now it looks like they're almost a lot to not win that division. Although we'll see what happens, you know, when, when the Ravens and the Bengals play the last week. But I think this is one you has to have to have. And I think that they know that. And with the Falcons, I mean, that loss last week was pretty much the nail in the coffin on their division hopes, I think. Yeah. You're going to Desmond Ritter. You know, he's maybe can be good. But right now, obviously, he's, he's not going to be that great. And it is in Baltimore. And Huntley, I mean, I know he struggled a little bit last week, was a brutal performance against the Browns, but he actually over his career has, has been pretty decent. So mm-hmm. I think the Falcons just know their season's done now. And the Ravens know that this is a game that they have to win. So I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Baltimore too. Um I think the like for the reasons you mentioned, the Ravens are aware this the they're in must win territory now with Lamar out. Um they're they're clinging to the division. They're a game behind Cincinnati because Cincinnati still has to play them. So they're clinging to all their divisional hopes. But with Lamar out, they're really going to need to focus up. Like you said, Huntley, bad week last week. But overall, I think he's been a very solid replacement in the past for Lamar. I mean, he's had to replace him at this point, I think, three seasons in a row now. And, I mean, you can't really think of a time when he's, like, he's clearly been an awful, like, bottom, you know, three quarterback in the league. Like, he does his job. He's a serviceable guy. Um, I mean, he's not going to win you a game by himself. Obviously, you'd probably rather have a guy like Jacoby Brissett, but he does enough. I mean, he had to play in a playoff game for them, um, and he somewhat held his own during that time. So, uh, you know, he's he's doing just fine. So you're not going to like you're not going to look at him at QB as the reason that the Falcons are going to win. The Falcons will only win this game if they outplay the Ravens. I don't think the Ravens are going to make too many mistakes here. Even with Huntley at QB, they're known for their mistake free football. Um, which we didn't actually see a lot last week, but I think in general they've done that well so far this season. But we'll see if the Falcons keep it close. I was very high. I thought Ritter could have like a nice, like, ooh, first game. This guy's got a little juice last week, and it really didn't happen. Um, and like you said, their loss to the Saints was kind of the nail in the coffin. So uh, their hopes are done. They're not. They're just playing with house money at this point. Uh, another one o'clock game. This one got uh, implications, but neither team has a winning record. The Lions seven and seven at the Panthers five and nine. Caleb. The Detroit Lions, the 10 and 7 prediction lives on. They have literally yeah. been winning out since they had to do it. They've been winning out. And the Lions, the vibes are high in Detroit. Do you have them pulling off the win against the Panthers on the road? Or do you think Steve Wilkes and gang get the win in Carolina? 
This is a really interesting game because I see a lot of people picking the Panthers for the upset, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Lions here. I get why some people are picking the Panthers. They have not been terrible, you know, the past few weeks. And it is Lions on the road outdoors, and it is like zero degrees in North Carolina this weekend, which is not typical for, for them. So it could be weird. It's going to be much colder than that people expected when you're going to, to, to Carolina, but I still have to go with the Lions because they're just hot right now. They're playing mm-hmm. good football. Jared Goff was, I mean, he played in New York on the road last week and, and was not bad. So I think this team just has all the momentum in the world right now. I think Dan Campbell's doing a really good job. And the defense, that's been the major thing. The defense has really improved. I mean, you look, they gave up 17 points to the Jets, mm-hmm. just 14 to the Jaguars a couple weeks ago, 23 to the Vikings. So, the defense has improved, and that's really what's propelled this win streak. Mm-hmm. They're finally healthy. So I I just think that the Panthers, I don't know. I think similar to the Falcons, it, it just feels like last week it was just kind of like that was it. You know, it, yeah. it, it was fun. Donald, you know, played good for a couple weeks there, but yeah. just kind of felt like that was, that was the nail. So it's going to be close, I think, but I, I just have to go with the Lions in the hot hand. I agree. Um, I have to go with the Lions too. Obviously, I mean, I've been very high on them all year. It's the hot hand, like you talked about, but I just I don't think this is like an honestly a nice respite for the Lions defense because they've had to play some pretty solid offenses recent weeks and they've shown up. I mean, I don't really know if you can consider the Jets with Zach Wilson a solid offense, but they had to play the Jags and the Vikings before that, and they did a very good job in both those games. Even the Bills the week before, they did relatively well at containing Josh Allen. The week before that, Giants only scored 18 points. Um, So they've been coming on strong as of recent. uh, And I think this will be a very low-scoring game. But when the game gets low-scoring, I have to give the edge to Detroit. They just run the ball a little bit better than Carolina does. Um, I think their defense is playing better right now than Carolina's is. Carolina, like you said, last week was kind of the season for them. They really needed to win out if they wanted to take the division. Um, And they didn't get that. So, yeah, they're still clinging to life. They would need the Bucks to lose again, but that's probably not going to happen with the Cardinals, uh, you know, uh, playing Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is probably going to win that game. So the Panthers are kind of out of it um, at this point. So, I mean, they're out of it with a loss. I think if they win, they still have hope, but they're out of it with a loss. I have to give the edge to Detroit. I know Goff has kind of beaten the can't play outside allegations. He did pretty well last week. We'll see if he can do well again this week. Um, but I, I just trust the Lions run game a little bit more. Um, and I think that their defense is playing better as of recent. Uh, and so that's the reason they will come out on top. Other one o'clock games to talk about here. We got uh, kind of a freezer bowl in between the Bills and the Bears in Chicago. It's going to be, I think, negative five, they said, with wind chill. Um, it's going to be brutal in, in the Windy City. But uh, these teams are, again, inverse records, 11 and three versus three and 11. Buffalo, eight point favorites. Caleb, I would honestly not be surprised if a cover there just because of the weather. Um, but who do you have winning this game and why? Yeah, I mean, we were right uh, last week about the Bears covering against the Eagles, and I think it could be a similar situation. But straight up, you got to go with the Bills. I mean, the cold weather, you know, they play in Buffalo, so I don't think that's, you know, going to be a massive shock or anything. The Bills still have a lot to play for. You know, they're they're the one seed, but they're going to have to win out probably if they want to get that one seed. Big game with the Bengals coming up next week. Could look ahead to that a little bit, similar to how the Eagles did with the Cowboys, but the Bears, I mean, Justin Fields isn't 100%. And they, I mean, they probably just want a high pick at this point. They're on a massive losing streak. So I just have to go with the Bills here. I, I, I think that they know how to play in these in, in, in these conditions, although it probably won't be 
too high scoring, mm-hmm. but they're just a much better team. Yeah, uh, I got to go with the Bills as well. I mean, they're eight-point favorites for a reason. I don't think they're going to cover, but they're the much, much, much better team. They they play outdoors in Buffalo, so they're not going to be caught unawares by this weather. Um, and I think they're ready. They've got the better quarterback. They've got the better defense. They've got the better everything. Uh, Bears got a lot of injuries, too, so I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. Um, Can I get... Through, let's get through the ones that don't really matter real fast. Uh, Saints five and nine, Browns six and eight in Cleveland. Another freezing cold game this time. Uh, Saints might actually get caught out a little bit. Um, but you know they had a nice win last week. I guess they're still alive for the division. Ugh, they, I guess they're still alive for the division. Um, if they man, if they had beaten the Bucks on Monday Night Football and hadn't choked their heads off, they'd be in the they'd honestly be in the driver's seat for the division right now. Yeah. Um, but they they did not do that unfortunately, and they have to play the Browns Saints. Sorry, Browns, Eagles, Panthers over the next three weeks. So the Saints division chances aren't looking great. Cleveland, meanwhile, playing better, still technically alive in the playoff race. I'm not sure if they're loving life right now, though, um, just because, you know, they, they'd obviously rather, you know, if they just have one more win and one less loss, they'd totally be in it. Um, but Jacoby Brissett couldn't super, super come through. Watson's playing better, though. Had an ugly win on last week. Caleb, who do you think wins? I mean, I really don't know. I don't think this game matters that much, like you said, but I'll go with the Browns because they're at home. And Deshaun Watson did play a little bit better last week. They got that extra day of rest, I guess, over the Saints. And, I mean, it's really a coin flip game, but, you know, home team. And I guess they technically still have a little bit to play for. I mean, they could win out Saints, Commanders, Steelers. That's very possible. You go 9-8. and eight, And I, at this point, I don't think that gets you in, but... Uh, you would, they would need a lot of help. They would need a lot of help. It, it, it would give you a fighter's chance, at least yeah. a little yeah. bit of hope. So I think that the, the Browns win this one. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Just because they're the home team, they're probably used to the elements. I'm going to go with Cleveland as well. They're favored for a reason. Um, I, I think Watson's playing better as of late, and I think he'll probably do enough to lead the team. Nick Chubb could have a good week, and the defense will probably have a nice you know, bounce-back recovery week. Like you said, they're still in the fight. Um, They're at the back of the room, uh, but they're still in it. Uh, they would definitely need to win out and get a lot of help, um, but we'll see what they can do down the stretch. Titans, Texans, this one, uh, the division leading, I think still technically division leading Titans, uh, have a four-game losing streak, Caleb, and now they play the Texans at home, which I'm sure they definitely took care of the Texans last year at home, right? Um, but this should be a, a pretty, wait, was that was, la- was last year the year, what, the year they lost the Texans at home, or is that the year before that? So like Tyrod Taylor. I think that was last year, yeah. Okay, it was last year? Okay, I'm crazy. But, um, you know, this is going to be kind of an interesting game. Malik Willis is going to start. Tannehill is probably done for the year. Titans seem like they're going down the toilet, but Caleb, they could just win manageable games and then win in Week 18. So do you think they come out on top here? Let me know. I don't know. This is a disaster class. This is the sickos game of the week right here. It really is. I mean, this Texans are not good, although they've been feisty. And then the Titans, I mean, they're just so injured right now. It's just not good. Um, which happened last year, too. Why does this keep happening? It feels like it's always the Titans and the 49ers have injuries. But Something like that. I, it's, I, you guys got to get new training staff, I think. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'll go with the Titans here. They're at home. And I think they're going to do the exact same. Well, I know they're going to do the exact same thing that they did last time against the Texans because Willis also started that game. They're just going to run it. And Derrick Henry... I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but he does very well against the Texans. I know that. So I think that uh, they'll just run him over and over and over again, and they'll do just enough on the defensive side to stop the Texans. So it'll be close. It'll be ugly, but they're at home. 
So uh, and and they'll just do a little bit, you know, just enough to to eke out the win. But really, this game doesn't even matter that much at this point. It's Titans Jags Week 18 for the division. There's not really in any scenario where it doesn't come to that at this point. So yeah, eh, I don't know, but I'll, I'll go with the Titans in really really ugly game. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Titans too. Um, favored at home, Malik Willis. They did very very well. Malik Willis was the QB when they played the Texans in the first half of the season, and they did well in that game. Uh, Texans just seem to have kind of lost a lot of their juice. Although it seems like Lovey Smith might actually keep his job. Um, that's like some interesting developments have been coming out there that, you know, they're like, they're impressed by the way the team's been fighting the last few weeks. Um, on the offense obviously kind of stinks, but at least the defense is somewhat showing up. I mean, they, they played the chiefs down on the wire last week when we both thought that was going to be a blowout. So yeah, uh, Texans got a division run here to end the year. Titans, Jags, Colts, they can play spoiler to the division in any of these games, but I think for now they're probably just going to roll over. So I have the Titans winning. I think I have the Titans covering too. They'll probably win by a touchdown or so. Uh, other one o'clock games. We'll we'll get to this one now. Bengals, Patriots, ten and four against seven and seven. Patriots very much alive in the playoff race. Their chances aren't over fifty right now, but they're still alive. Bengals, meanwhile, let me tell you about the Cincinnati Bengals. They're on a win streak uh, to end all win streaks here. Um, six games, all of them pretty good. All of them very good wins. Like none of them, I think you could call it like a fraudulent win. They didn't look great in the first half last week, but they forced. Four turnovers on Tom Brady and four drives in the first four drives of the second half played really, really well um, on offense. They punched the ball in a bunch one by 11. They come to Foxborough. Haven't won in Foxborough since 86. Uh, Caleb, do you smell upset here? I think some people have been picking this to be an upset. Um, or do you think the Bengals take care of business? Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen a, a few people pick this as an upset. I just can't do it. Yeah. I really can't. The Bengals are one of the hottest, maybe the hottest team in the league right now. Patriots. I mean, that one. We didn't. We didn't have them talk about. Yeah, this. that was that, that was rough. The, the last play. I mean, that's a, just a disaster. But yeah. anyway, everybody's talked about that enough. But I just don't think they're that good. I mean, we've talked about it. You know, it's beating a dead horse. But it, it's just the offense is just not good. There's not much to work with. The play calling is just not good. You know, same thing over and over. But yeah, the Bengals. I mean, they've just there's just so much more talented at every position almost every position that I just think that they're, you know, they're just going to win this game and and the Patriots are frisky and they're going to keep it close, but I just can't pick that Patriots over the Bengals right now. Yep. Um, Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm I'm still, I still don't need, like I, I wrote down all the picks and I, this game, I just, I couldn't write down an answer because Caleb, I really think the Patriots might pull off an upset here. I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Bengals. I am just because, like you said, they're really, really hot. They know every game is important. They're still trying to cling on to that division lead. Um, So I'm going to pick them. But there is a this is like the definition, in my opinion, definition of a trap game. Last week, it came out pretty slow and forced turnovers. Since I can have to get yourself back into the game, you didn't like stop score. You didn't get like a grinding stop and then a long grinding drive. It was kind of like you force turnovers in the Bucks half of the field and you punch stuff in. Um the Patriots game on the road. It's not actually going to be that because it's like one of this is one of the warmest games on the slate. I think it's going to be like 40 degrees, um, but you got the bills next week. The, the week after this, Caleb is the bills at home on yes. Monday night football. And if the Bengals, the Bengals seem to be chasing the one seed at this point, their eyes seem to be set on the one seed. And if they want to be that team with home field advantage in the AFC, they need to win out. And I think everybody knows the biggest game left on their schedule is the bills at home. Um, so 
I think there's a really, really good chance they're in look-ahead mode. So they'll probably come out slow again, but I just have to pick them. They're just a much more talented team. There's a very high chance the Patriots have just lost their season after last week. They're just completely dejected, and they don't want to show up again. And I'm not betting on that to happen, but I think there's a strong probability that occurs. So I, I think the Bengals are going to come out on top. I think they're going to start slow, but I ultimately think uh, for the second week in a row, we'll have a we'll comeback win. And uh, they will leave Foxborough victorious. All right, that was that that game was pretty important. I think of all the one o'clock games, that game was one of the more important ones. Um, but we can go to Seahawks Chiefs next. This one got some implications, kind of, sort of. I mean, the Seahawks basically need to win. They are four out of the last five they've lost. They're kind of falling out of the uh, NFC playoff picture very quickly. But hey, Geno Smith got Pro Bowl, so good for him. Caleb, uh, Kansas City's biggest favorite of the week at ten. Do you think they win? Uh, yeah, I have to go with the Chiefs. I mean, the Seahawks, like you said, they've kind of not looked great recently. It was still, if they can get, you know, they play the Jets and the Williams after this. So I think there's a good chance they go 9-8. and eight. If they do that, they'll probably end as long as the Lions don't win out because they do have the tiebreaker over the Lions because they beat them early in the season. So even yeah. if they lose this game, they're still very much alive. I just don't see it. I mean, in Kansas City, you know, the crowd's going to be really into it. And just the Seahawks defense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes versus the Seahawks defense, I really think is that's what you need to look at. That's all you really need to know. It has struggled so much. Mm-hmm. And he, and when you're playing that offense, best quarterback in the league on the road, it's just not going to be very good. So I don't know. I don't know about the spread. I think the Seahawks offense is good enough to keep it kind of close, but you definitely have to go with the Chiefs here. Yeah, um, I agree. I think you have to go with the Chiefs as well. Um, I think any sane person goes with the Chiefs in this situation. Um, but I am not sane. Seattle's going to pull off the upset. Uh, uh, I I don't know what's gotten into me, but I'm feeling really spicy. I think Geno Smith is going to play very, very well. But I think Seattle is going to kind of get their stuff together. They're going to say, okay, our season really rides on this game. Nine wins. It's not a magic number in the NFC. Ten wins, that's the magic number. NFC, ten wins, you're absolutely locked in. Nine wins, you're going to need a little bit of help. So Seattle's going to do everything they can. I think they're going to come out fired up. The Chiefs, meanwhile, they didn't look great last week. They really didn't look fantastic. Um, And they had to go to OT to beat the Texans. That's a little scary, Caleb. That's not going to lie. That's a little scary. The week before, they didn't look great either. They had the game against Broncos was very, very close. Week before that, they lost. So, I mean, they're not on a great run of, of form here. Um, and I just, I think there's going to be some weird upset. There's always some weird upset. And so I think it's going to be the Seahawks in this one. I think their run defense is going to show up. The Chiefs don't run the ball a ton anyway. Um, but the run defense is going to show up. Woolen's probably going to get a pick. Um, and I think Gino is going to have a perfect game manager game. Um, but I mean, yeah, no, I think this is definitely going to happen. I'm, I'm with full confidence. I'm picking Gino Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, let's see. That is all the one o'clock games. No, not all the one o'clock games. Giants, Vikings. Caleb, um, Vikings, what a game they had last week. We didn't really get a talk about, chance to talk about that either. Everyone's talked about it. But I would like to add, the Colts probably should have been up by like 40. They they did not punch a lot of stuff in that was in the red zone. But um, Vikings, once again, with their plus one point differential at 11 and three. Hey-oh. Um, they're at home against the Stingy Giants team that had a big win last week. Do you think the Vikings can come out on top? Or do you think the Giants um, will win on the road? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, the Vikings, that was definitely a scary performance last week. You know, you can't do that, obviously, and, and expect to win. But I still have to go with them. You know, Giants, nice win last week. That was a massive win. I mean, that just about locks them in the playoffs as long as they can win 
Mm, well, actually, done. They probably have to win one more game. Nine, seven, and one should get you in. Uh, but they still play the Colts next week, so that that's probably the win. So this is kind of an important game. Vikings have locked up the the conference. Oh, sorry, the division. But I just have to go with the Vikings. They're at home. Much better team. I think the Giants just offense is just not very dynamic. And the defense is okay, but the Vikings offense is left really good. So I think Vikings know they can't play with fire again. Still tiny chance that they get the one seed. Uh, you know, now that Jalen Hurts is out, maybe that gave him a little confidence, a little hope. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I mean, the Vikings are just the much better team. So I'm going to have to go with them here at home. Yeah, I think if they were on the road, I'd pick upset. Um, but I just I'm going to have to go with them here at home. The Giants defense did a very, very good job last week, but it was against Heineke. The Vikings are just going to be flooded with confidence after that comeback win. That's the kind of thing that really jazzes, uh, juices the team up for a postseason run. Um, they're not looking ahead to next week. I know Green Bay is next week, but that's not a very important game for them. They're not looking ahead. Um, and I think right now um, they're just focused on this team in front of them. Giants, again, good form recently, but I think they they really they played for their season in that Washington game. So there's a chance they come out a little flat. Um, Vikings as well. They have a longer week than the Giants do. I don't know how much that's going to impact it, but it certainly is there. And I think the Giants don't have anyone in secondary healthy right now who can really cover Justin Jefferson. I think they're going to have a lot of trouble dealing with him. They can try to go zone but Jefferson finds a way to beat a lot of stuff. So uh, uh, I'm going to go with the, the Vikings at home. Four o'clock games now on Saturday. We'll get to which I just I guess we just got one. Oh, no, two, two. We got two of them. Um, in the Bay Area, we got the Commanders 7, 6, and 1, visiting the Niners 10 and 4. Uh, Brock Purdy season, Caleb. Once again, Iowa State guy killing it in the NFL. Washington, meanwhile, playing for their season, kind of. I don't really know if it's for their season, but they have had pretty bad form recently. And after this, they have to play the Browns, who might be a little bit stingy. So it's important for them. They actually, uh, they they tied the Giants, had a bye week, then came out and lost to the Giants at home, which is pretty brutal. Um, but do you think they can pull upset, or are you believing in Brock Purdy to lead the Niners to victory once again? I mean, I, I just have to go with the 49ers here and know. You know, Chase Young is back, but, you know, he's been gone for so long. First week back, don't know how good it'll be. You know, in San Francisco, they're just going to do just enough. You know, Brock Cody is going to do just enough. Maybe, I think he'll probably, you know, get a little bit worse throughout the season as, as teams get more film on him. I've always talked about that. But he's still, I think he's going to be decent. And they just have so much weapons around him. The defense against that commander's offense. I mean, I do not think the commanders are going to get much at all. So when you look at that, I mean, all the 49ers need to do is just score a few times. And with all those weapons, they can do that. And at home, I just 49ers, another one was just, it's a much better team. So I, I just have to go with the 49ers here. It could be kind of low scoring and ugly, but the 49ers are definitely would win that kind of game. Yeah, um, this is the kind of game that the 49ers defense, I think, is going to win for them. I don't really see yeah. their offense doing much in this situation, even with Chase Young back um, for the for the commanders. I don't know um, if they're going to have enough juice on either end of on either end of the ball to come out on top. Um, the, the Niners defense, I think, is just going to shut down Heineke. We saw a lot of his limitations last week. Uh, they really read their ugly head. So I think the Niners come out on top again. Six and a half point favorites at home for a reason. Um, and I think they will uh, prove Vegas correct in that. All right, Caleb, here we go. Biggest game of the week, I think, undoubtedly. 425 p.m. Eagles at Cowboys. Minshew Mania is coming into town. Um, Jalen Hurts is out. This is a huge game for the Cowboys. If they hadn't have lost last week, this would be an absolute, absolutely massive game. But they did lose last week. So right now, they're focused more 
um, on trying to claw back into this division, but it's a huge win for them. It's a chance to for both teams to prove they can hang with the big boys. So who do you think is going to win? Yeah, I mean, this game lost a little bit of its luster, you know, with the Cowboys lost last week because now this is not really for the division. Uh, the Eagles just have to win one more game this season to clinch the one seed. So I don't know. This is interesting because the Cowboys – they won it, even though they know their, their division hopes are pretty much dead at this point. That's still a game you want against your rival at home. I actually, I'm going to go with the Eagles here, which I guess now is an upset according to, to Vegas. But mm-hmm. I think the Eagles, I mean, Minshew, he's not bad. And it's again, we talked about it. When a backup makes an appearance for the first time in a while, it was, yeah, there's some film on him, but not with the Eagles really. So I think he's going to have a good game, you know, on the road. This is the kind of game where I think he would he would thrive. You know, he's not bad. He's he's one of the best backups. You kind of forgot about him because Jalen Hurts has been playing so well. So you don't talk about uh, quarterbacks who are backups to great quarterbacks. But he he's done very well. And the Cowboys tough loss last week. Kind of like I said, derailed their division hopes. I just think they're going to come out. They're going to want this one. But I just think the Eagles are going to be. You know, they're going to see everybody's doubting them now. They still have a really, really fantastic roster, even without Hoots. And I think, you know, Minshew Mania, it's always a little bit crazy. He always does a couple good things. So Minshew Mania, I think, takes over Dallas. Yeah, uh, I can't, I agree. Uh, I, I agree, Caleb. This was like, this is my big upset pick, but I guess it's not if, if you're picking it too. But yeah, Dallas is four and a half point favorites. But I think the Eagles from me, I will, I will admit, I have said this. Um, they've been dealing with the noise of, oh, they haven't beaten a good team all year. That's been haunting them all year. And I honestly think that's going to fire them up to play the Cowboys a lot more than the Cowboys just getting fired up to play their rival at home. Um, I think the Eagles are looking at this as a chance to prove themselves nationally that, yes, we are, in fact, the best team in the league. Our record shows that this is why. And I also think Gardner Minshew is going to be playing out of his mind, especially for Mike Leach, who he had a really, really close connection with um, and who sadly passed away this, this past week. Um, and, and Minshew seems like totally the kind of guy he wears his emotions on his sleeves in the best way possible at the best times. And I think he's just going to go out and absolutely ball the fuck out. Like he's going to play really, really, really well. They're indoors. You don't have to worry about the conditions. The Eagles, they're they're mad about what happened in Dallas last year when they got pummeled. And, and this year, this is a chance to kind of rewrite what they did last year to, to make up for what they did last year, to tell the national media, to tell everyone, yeah, we are these guys. We are this very, very good team. And there's nothing you can say that's going to convince us we aren't. And they're going to come out and I think they're going to whoop Dallas and they're going to beat them by seven, maybe ten. I think it's going to be a close game up until the fourth quarter, but the Eagles are going to have a long, long grinding drive in the fourth quarter that's going to either kick a field goal to extend it to two scores or just throw a touchdown that's going to extend it to two scores. Then they're probably going to pick off Dak on a desperation interception and kneel it out because I think this is a huge game for the Eagles and they're probably more amped for this than Dallas is. So I have the Eagles winning that game and that pushes us to the Saturday night game anniversary of the Immaculate Reception plus one day. Steelers against the Raiders, both these teams Looking at it from a strictly football perspective, both these teams kind of out of it. I mean, not really. They're both six and eight. They both need to win out and get help. Raiders, that's very hard. They play the Niners and the Chiefs. Steelers, meanwhile, hey, we said this like a couple weeks ago that if they win out, they're actually like maybe be in the playoffs with 10 wins, but they then lost to the Ravens at home, which is kind of inexcusable. But hey, they beat the Panthers last week. Got the Raiders this week. They're two-point favorites. Caleb, do you think they come out on top? This is a really tough one. This is, I think, probably the closest game of the week, really, if you look at it. I, I mean, they're both six and eight. They're both not terrible, but, you know, they've had their struggles. 
man, I will, I think this is a coin flip game. But I'm actually, you know, usually I, I go with the home team in that situation. But I'm going to go with the Waiters. I think the Waiters, I think they got, you know, a shot in the arm, pretty juiced up after that miracle last week, last play. I think that got them amped up. And, you know, if it wasn't for, you know, a terrible fourth quarter against the Rams, they'd be 7-7 seven and seven and not dead. But they're kind of dead now still. Like you said, still play the 49ers and Chiefs, so I think they're dead. But yeah. I think they're stuck at this one, and they're going to come out. The offense is much better than the Steelers' offense. I really think that's going to be the difference. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to come out, get up to an early lead, probably kind of blow it like they always do, but I think they'll do just enough to hang on against the Steelers offense. It's just, well, not that good. Yeah, I I hear that, but I also, I'm going to counter with the Steelers. I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this game because I think you're talking about offenses that aren't that great. The New England Patriots offense is not that great. And to be completely honest, that game, that game should not have ended how it did, but the Raiders got, got a really, really lucky uh, uh, touchdown ruling or the toe tap in the corner of the end zone. Then got even more lucky when Jacoby Myers literally threw the game away. Like they probably shouldn't have won that game. Um, and that's that's a Raiders offense, not a Raiders offense, a, a Patriots offense that's probably worse than what this Pittsburgh team can do with with Pickett. Uh, so with added with the Pittsburgh kind of feeling some momentum from their home crowd, from the Raiders not really being that like the win last week was just so fraudulent for me. Um, and and with you know Pittsburgh feeling jazz from their home crowd, I kind of think they're going to go with the vibes and they're going to come out on top on a Saturday night, Christmas Eve. They're going to do it for Franco Harris once again. Uh, Sunday games, kind of poopers here, but we got Broncos Rams to start. Oh my God, this is disgusting. Sorry, not to start. That's the 430 game, but we'll hit it first. Uh, Baker Mayfield against Brett Ripien. My Lord. Um, not great. Caleb, who's going to win? Yeah, I mean, that's that the Christmas game. I mean, I understand why they made this Christmas. That would be very good uh, before the season started. But, oh man, they got, you're going to air this game on Nickelodeon though. So we're going to have another MVP. Yes, sir. It's I who I feel like trying to think of like what the best one would be. I feel like getting I don't know. I don't know, but uh, if Paxton Lynch could somehow get signed to the Broncos practice squad and then elevated and then win MVP, that'd be. I don't know. Baker Mayfield kind of feels like an MVP type player, but I don't know. I I don't know. That's gonna be ugly though. But I guess that's the one redeeming thing is we'll as we'll get that. There's gonna be slime on the TV and all that if 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 you ended that, but. They're going to make kids hate the game with the two teams that are right, playing. That. That's not, if you want to get, uh, you know, the younger generation into football, That's this is not the game to do it. But True. anyway, I'm going to go with the Broncos, actually, because I actually think Russell Wilson is going to play. That's what it mm-hmm. sounds like. So I think that they'll do just enough. They haven't been terrible the past couple of weeks. I mean, they have not been terrible. They beat the Cardinals. They uh, almost came back against the Chiefs. Almost beat the uh, Ravens, and the, the Rams have mailed it in. Last week was it. Aaron Donald, they've shut him down for the season. All that. They're done. I mm. know it's play, but I just think the Broncos, they're not good, but they actually do have a little bit momentum right now, and they're actually not sitting a lot of their guys at this point. So I'll go with the Broncos in a horrendous game that is going to make children hate football. Yeah, uh, this is like coal in your stocking. Like you wake up on Christmas, you're like, but golly gee, I got all these great presents. Look at dad, dad's dad and mom. They're watching the football. I'm going to watch the football. Oh my God, it's on Nickelodeon. I'm going to start loving the sport. And then you see Brett Ripien throw the ball 35 times. You're like, well, 
you know, uh, more of a basketball fan anyway. And then you have to turn on the Knicks like you can't win. Um, but yeah, this is this is this game is horrendous. I, I'll pick the Broncos, too. I don't think the Rams have too much of a home field advantage. Um, it's it's like I get the Broncos defense is just much better than the Rams defense right now. Broncos are probably playing better as of recently. Um, Aaron Donald's probably not going to play. Um, Jalen Ramsey isn't what he once was and the Denver defense has just been really, really good all year. So I'm going to go with Denver to win Uh night game Sunday. Actually, no, we'll get to the day game first. This is kind of the one good game on Christmas kind yeah. of good Uh Packers, six and eight dolphins, eight and six Miami, three and a half point favorite Packers, not dead. Somehow Miami trying to cling on to that top wildcard spot and play the AFC South winner. Who do you think wins? Yeah. Packers, if they win out, they're actually probably in, but I, I, I just don't think that they'll do that. They've got a little bit of momentum right now, but I have to go with the Dolphins. I think everybody's talking about the Dolphins. Oh, they're fraudulent. They were a fraud. Two is a fraud, you know, all that. And and I do think he was, you know, overrated earlier this season, but I think they're going to hear all that. They're going to be at home. Really, Miami's one of the few places in the country right now that actually don't have freezing temperatures. Yeah. So it'll be, you know, a, a good position for them to get back against the Packers team that's probably being a little bit overvalued right now. I know they got Aaron Rodgers, but Mike McDaniel, I think, is going to call it really good. You know, they almost beat the Bills in, in Buffalo last week, and that was, you know, I thought that would be kind of a blowout. So I have to give the Dolphins credit. They always come out with a really good game plan. And Tua is going to probably have a, you know, a little bit fiery here and all, you know, missed the Pro Bowl here and all. Everybody call him a fraud now. And, you know, it'll be close. Aaron Rodgers to keep it close, but I have to go with the home team Dolphins here to try to cling on to that hope of getting the five seed and getting the AFC yeah. South win. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well. Um, I think they're just a better team right now. We're, I feel yeah. like this, we, we go through the cycle, it feels like a couple times a season, where we overrate the Packers a little bit because they had one win. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh my God, I guess they aren't dead. But no, 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 no. People are, people are jumping on that train. No, 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 no. The Dolphins are going to win. Packers are still not a good team. Aaron Rodgers is still not what he was. And and the, the Dolphins are good enough. Michael Daniels, a very, very good head coach. Um, and I think they're going to win. They're at home. They're comfortable in their environment. They're going to come out on top. Night game Sunday. Uh, another poop factor. My Lord. Colt McCoy versus the corpse of Tom Brady. Way. This game's in Arizona. And shock horror. Cliff Kingsbury isn't a good head coach. Caleb, we should have a dance celebration because we called this like three years ago. Um, but yeah, there's like reports came out of there's huge friction between him and ownership. Um, a lot of stuff he's asking the GM to not, he's not giving him enough offensive, offensive weapons, even though the GM like traded for DeAndre Hopkins and Marquise Brown and drafted a bunch of skill position guys. Oh, this is great. Caleb. This is amazing for the cliff Kingsbury downfall hater arc that we've both been on. Um, so who do you think wins in this uh, very boring Christmas night game? Oh yeah. I mean, I have to go with Tampa. I think it kind of, you know, the last year, the Kyler Murray, the contract situation, it kind of felt like there was, you know, maybe this isn't the best run organization. Things are not all rainbows and sunshines there. But I think we're starting to figure out exactly how dysfunctional this organization is right now. It's not yeah. good. And I and I think even as the off, off season happens, I think we'll probably even more stuff's going to come out. I, I just do not think it's good. I don't know if Cliff's going to be a head coach next year. Probably shouldn't be. Again, Hater, I couldn't make a bowl game with Patrick Mahomes when yeah. like, 66%, I think, two-thirds of teams make a bowl game. But whatever. Yep. Pretty um, bad. So I think that uh, Tampa's good. They know it. If they win this one, they they have the division. 
I mean, they play the Panthers and the Falcons last two weeks. Even if they go one and one there, they're, they're, they've got the division on lock. They can win this one. And just, I don't know. It's mostly, I don't think Tampa's that good, but they have Tom Brady and the Cardinals are a disaster. So this is exactly the kind of game where the Tom Brady's going to see the opportunity to beat up on a, you know, a, a reeling opponent. And, and this could be a good get back on track game for Tampa. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. Tampa's probably going to win. They're, they're the better team, better defense. They really need to get on, get back on track. And that's where they're going to stand on the road. Important for them. Uh, Monday night though, this game could be a little spicy. Um, eh, no, it's a bit. Hey, Nick Foles is playing quarterback. So I'm locked in Justin uh, Herbert and the chargers on the road. Another Indianapolis Colts Monday night football home game. Very weird, but it happened twice. Uh, Matt Ryan got benched. Nick Foles is the QB. Caleb, this Colts season is completely done. Chargers really need a win here. Who do you think wins? Yeah, you know, Colts, Jonathan Taylor, they put him on I.O. He's done. They mailed in, eliminated from the playoffs after last week. I just don't know. You know, Nick Foles, he'll probably come in, you know, first game he's played in a long time. I think he'll actually do pretty well, but I just don't think he has a lot to work with. No Jonathan Taylor, terrible O-line, not a great receiving core. And I just don't know how you come back. I do not know how you recover. It's almost, you know, how the Falcons really as a franchise never recovered from the Super Bowl blown lead. I don't know how this season you recover from uh, from that debacle last week. So Chargers actually, they're getting healthier. They've got some momentum. Seem like a playoff lock at this point. So uh, I just have to go with the Chargers here because the Colts are kind of done. And the Chargers are actually looking up. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers here as well. Um, uh, they're just the better team. They got the much better quarterback. As much as I love Nick Foles, the magic is not, it's not pumping in right now. Um and Saturday is just not a good coach. He seems like he's a perfectly fine human, but just as a coach, yeah, he's really struggled. Um, and so they're not looking. There's not a lot of reasons for optimism. JT might not even play. It's just the Chargers should win by double digits. They really should. So I'm going to pick them to win, even though they're on the road. I think they'll come out on top. That is all the games for the All Nine Yards podcast uh, this weekend. And we, what a good weekend it is, Caleb. You know, we got some Christmas action. Christmas Day, a little boring. Uh, the 26th, a little boring. But the Christmas Eve games are great. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Uh, it should be a wonderful time, Caleb. Any last things to say to the people before we sign off? Yeah, you know, you get football on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So it'll be good. Uh, you know, Sunday's game's not great, but, you know, it's cool. You watch it on Christmas and uh, maybe. Uh, We'll see, you know, Russell Wilson get slimed or something. I don't know. But yeah. you know, it's, a, it's a good good slate on Saturday, though. You know, playoff implications really heating up. So it'll be fun. Yeah, I think it should be really good. Uh, Brett Ribby and MVP coming soon. Um, and, yeah, that's going to do it for the All Nine Yards podcast. Uh, for my co-host, Caleb Arthur, I'm Luke Lander. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time.